In the galaxy of many podcasts, we're honored you dropped in two hours. Welcome to Biz and Coffee. Our mission to inform, educate, and entertain business leaders on ideas, concepts, and trends. Each week, we'll be discussing a business-related topic, sometimes just the two of us, occasionally with guests. What are your bugbears? Throw them over and we'll work them out together. If you'd like to be a guest, get in touch. And now, over to our hosts, Io and Christopher. Hello. Today, we're going to be speaking about pricing. Specifically, how do you price yourself as a, either a freelancer, a consultant, a coach, or whatever it is that you do? So, I mean, Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I think pricing is something that people find, especially in this country, as you sort of English possibly talk about money, it's such a filthy subject. <laughs> um, I think is it, it's a challenge because people think, okay, well, what does it cost me to do this? And I think it's very easy for us to undervalue ourselves. Perhaps we have an attitude towards people that value themselves incredibly highly as if it's somehow something distasteful. I get it. I mean, so the way I think about pricing is I first say, it's what I say to when an executive or someone starts a new job or you're doing something, I always say, first and foremost, do no harm. And what do I mean by that? It's whatever it is pricing you're using, whatever framework, whatever model, make sure that it covers your cost and gives you enough to meet whatever it is you're trying to do. So that's where I start from. I'd say like your minimum price is that price that does no harm. So you can cover your cost and you have enough to, you know, meet whatever your expenses are. But I think that the real way to price is really to ask yourself the question, what value are you creating for your client? So let's say for instance, you hear things like a career coach. A career coach will say something like, oh, I charge 100 quid an hour or 150 quid an hour, whatever it is. So that's one way of doing it. The other way is, I'm like, what transformation, what value are you creating for the other side? So let's say I like coaching your career and you're able to get a salary increase of 10, 15,000 pounds a year, which is, by the way, going to be on an ongoing basis and has also raised your level should I charge you? Is it okay to charge you about £2,000 for three, four sessions or five sessions to get that? Or should I be charging you 150 quid, which five sessions are 750 What's that transformation worth to the other person? And that's really worth the price. That's really how to think about charging for your work. Because if you try to charge based on time, you're never going to arrive you know, at the right price. I mean, obviously, if you come up and say, I'm... I'm worth a thousand pounds an hour, then maybe you will. But the reality is, if you look at the equation, that value delivery, your time is the least valuable part of it, right? The most valuable part of it is all the experience that you bring to the table that you're going to impart on that person. That's what's actually like, I don't know, 80% of the value. You can spend that time, right, sitting in front of Netflix and watching the, but the <laughs> intellect that you bring to the situation, the experience, which probably would take them, I don't know, five, 10 years to gather. That's where the value is. And so I always think, think in terms of the transformation you're bringing to, to your client and then price from there. You're gonna keep doing the work anyways, because there's a mindset issue there as well. Like, ooh, am I worth that much? There's a, a story which I'll try and relate. It's a story about Henry Ford. Now the details of the story probably vary in the telling, but 
the story was that he had a production line. Of course, he was one of the pioneers of production line manufacturing. And it was some kind of production line problem. And all his engineers had tried to fix it. They hadn't. He brought in this or that expert. They tried to fix it. It hadn't worked. So eventually he hears about this apparently genius troubleshooter expert who could help him. So he says, get, get him for me. doesn't matter what it costs. Get him for me. Get him in here. So he comes in. He says, okay, right. I know what the problem is, but everyone has to leave. Henry Ford says, I've got to be there. So he says, if you want to get paid, I've got to be there. So he says, okay, fine. You, just you. Nobody else. So he, he inspects the line. At some point, he grabs a hammer and he hits this machine in one particular spot with a single blow. Everything starts running and... Henry Ford is delighted. Fantastic. That's amazing. Send me the bill. So this is what, in the 1910s or something like that? So he sends his bill. Let's say that it was $10,000 or something, a fortune at that time, right? Henry Ford sees the bill, says, that's outrageous. He was here for, for half an hour and he's charging me $10,000. Writes back and says, I want a breakdown of the costs. And the guy sends back, sure. And the, the cost has two line items on it hitting it, $1, knowing where to hit it, $9,999. You get the idea of the story is it, it's your experience that has the value, not necessarily the action or work that you do. Yeah. And I, I think that's it's something for all of us to remember that it, although there is a tendency to say cost plus, when you're pricing based on cost, it's a race to the bottom, isn't it? Well, I mean, technically, if you're pricing cost plus, you can also get there. The problem, though, is that the most valuable item in the cost equation, we never put it in the cost. So, because if you were asked to say, okay, what does it cost to advise me on this, list the items out, most people start immediately thinking, how many hours is it going to take me? And, you know, what materials do we need to print? What this, what that, all of that. And you list it. You do not find anywhere on that list your experience, your intellect, all the training you've gone on, all of the things that actually make you value. Because the other stuff, anybody could do the other stuff. Anybody can come and spend three hours with you. Anybody can print, well, well maybe some people can't. Anybody can print a folder <laughs> of materials. You know, anybody can do all of that stuff. But only a few people can do, in fact, actually, only you can do what you do the way you do it, right? And that thing you do is a function of your, your experience, your self-development that you've done over the years, your education, all of those things. If you were to put it in a cost equation, you probably arrive at the same thing. But we'd, we always discount that to zero. I promise you, interview 10 professionals today, eight of them will probably discount their experience, their education is nothing, and will focus their attention on, oh yeah, look, my price per day or my charge rate, charge out rate per day is 800 pounds. So it is a question. So if you charge it on pounds, right? And you go into a company and you help them figure out how to start to generate half a million dollars per month in revenue. Does that make sense to you? 800 pounds. So, so yeah, so, so it's, so for me, I always say that, look, I always, when someone says to me, oh, how many hours will it take? I always want to run away from that conversation because they're thinking about it wrong. And I rather prefer, listen, 
this is the transformation we're going for. This is what you're going to get. And this is what I want from it. I mean, the banking industry has it right. You want me to help you raise money? We'll take a percentage of what we raised. Now, mm. it could take us 30 minutes to raise it. It could take us three weeks. Who cares? I get you the cash you want. You're buying more than just yeah. than the time, right? So you're buying the experience. You're buying their little black book. Exactly. And it's the same business. When you, as an expert consultant, go in to support their business or to help them transform, then it's more than just you and your experience, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's all the people you know who could also contribute to the success of that venture. I'll give you, a, there was one I was listening to. It was an audio by L. Nightingale, I think through Jim Rohn. And it was talking about how there's this CEO of a steel company who brought this consultant and they were trying to transform their productivity. And the guy said to him, listen, I'm going to give you a simple task. At the end of a certain period, you come back and write me a check to what you think is worth. What do you tell him to do? Every day, identify your six priorities and work from one to six. In the other, the most important at the top and fix it. I think over a period of time, I can't remember exactly how the story was told. The guy goes back and, you know, you were sent a $25,000 check. Obviously, the steel company goes on to become one of the, you know, the biggest in the history of the U.S. or whatever it is. But the point was, get your priority list together and walk through them every day in that order. Do not leave one until you finish it. Don't go to two and like that. And what's going to automatically happen over time, because you unleash two things, right? The law of consistency and the law of compounding effect. You unleash those two things. And that's worth a lot. But... You know, everybody be like, yeah, but look, you're only here for 20 minutes. Why would I pay you $25,000? But that's not really what happened, was it? No, yeah, it's results. Cool. We'll find a link to that and we'll perhaps include it in the show notes. Yeah, I think so. Find it. I think so. I remember hearing that story. It's on YouTube. I, I, I was listening to it a few days ago and mm. I just remember that fact around. But then I guess the question now becomes, okay, look, so we've been going on and about how you should price for value. Especially when you're starting out the first time. How do you determine what's this worth? Because it's easy for someone who's experienced, who's done it a few times to go like, yeah, you should charge for value. But if I'm starting off, how do I charge? What do you think? Hmm. I, I, if, if one can trust the client, and if you can't trust your client, should you be working with them anyway? Then maybe there's a way of baselining where you're at at the start and saying, okay, well, we'll price for value. And the value is going to be 5% of the gain you get from working with me. So like in the example you gave, you know, when you bring me in to generate an additional $500,000 of revenue a month, 5% of that seems a pretty fair reward for increasing your revenue by that much. You know, you pay me 5% of your increased turnover per month for the next year. You know? Yeah, I mean, that, that's an interesting approach because, you know, if you can pull that off, that, I mean, I think that's fantastic, right? But the other thing also is that, look, when you're starting off, sometimes you will get paid lower than what you've done is worth, right? When you start, because you've got no track record and all that yeah. stuff. And, yeah. I, and I think it's important, but what's important is when you're going through that phase, know you're going through that phase. Don't use that to now become a template. And you should always, always be looking to increase your price simply because when you start off, you're probably pricing yourself too low and then you continue. The other thing which is interesting is that your really valuable clients actually judge your ability to deliver based on what you're charging. It's like weird, it's weird, right? 
yeah, there's truth in that. Yes. <laughs> like you see that price is low and you're thinking, yeah, they, you know, given what we're trying to do, they probably don't know what they're doing. There's a expression I used to use is a bit of a joke when I was um technical IT consultant around the year 2000 and I was I was doing a lot of contract work in those days. The term we used jokingly used to use was with, that we were reassuringly expensive. And there was at that time, I think there still is in, in, as you say, in some industries, banking might be one of the financial services, where if the price is too low, it, there's no value attached to it. Yeah. So yeah, well, I think we should probably wrap this episode up. So what would you say would be the top learnings that we've got from our brief exploration here? I think the first one, obviously, is you've got a price based on the value you're creating for, the, for your client. Try and avoid all those things like, you know, amount of hours, what value are you creating for your customers? And you should probably back yourself to be able to say, you know what, we're going to do this and we're going to get this and this is how much I want from it. And then maybe provide a guarantee. If we don't, I will do, I will be with you until we get that result. If you trust that you can make that delivery. And then the other thing I think is that once you, when you're starting, sometimes you may have to charge lower than your worth, but understand and make sure that that's very temporary because the higher you charge, you know, the less headache you get from your client, by the way, as well. The, I found in my experience, the low paying clients are so demanding. It's just like they would drain you of everything and they probably are still not satisfied. So that's probably what I'll take out of it. Yeah, and I think that might introduce our next episode, how to deal with toxic clients. So we'll pick that one up in the next episode. Top for me is price for value, not for time. So fantastic. Thank you for joining us today and we'll see you at the next one. Excellent. Yeah, see you. Thank you very much. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please rate and review and share it with your friends and colleagues. If you have questions or a topic you would like us to discuss, please reach out. To catch the latest on the show, follow us on social or contact details are in the show notes. Thanks for listening.